Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 186, the show where we cry a little every episode. Brought to you the week of August 23rd, 2023. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and this is my personal audio journal. Now, you guys requested family updates every week, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that right now. My wife went running in the dark with my son in the city and that's dangerous not because of the reasons you might think it's not because of people or creeps or anything they come out at what we call the witching hour which is five o'clock in the morning no she went running in the dark and it's dangerous because of sidewalks and roads that are uneven because they're like a hundred years old and she tripped over one, you know, in the dark, couldn't see, tripped over a, a little imperfection in the sidewalk and fell. And, you know, she's, she's not no spring chicken anymore. And it hurt her. She gouged a huge gouge in her knee. But the worst part is she literally got road rash on her, uh, her calf It was bad. It's like it just took off the thinnest layer of skin and it was just all nerve endings. She kept looking online for what to do and half the people were saying, keep it wet, which means uh, like keeping stuff on it, cream on it and all this. And I kept telling her, I don't know. But when I was a kid, we used to just let it dry out, you know, and it would start healing. And So that was always my suggestion, and she finally did do that, and it did start getting better. Yeah, I've just never seen the sense in keeping it gooped up, you know? Let it heal. Let it crust over and and let it do its thing. And she did, and she's doing better now. She's back to wearing her Lululemon. There we go. I get them confused. You know, one was a pyramid scheme. The other's a legitimate brand of clothing. Uh, she's back to wearing her Lululemon tights or whatever. So, so her, her leg's feeling better. Don't you feel better knowing that now? Last week, we were taking Jenna to college. This week, Jenna has been taken to college. We pulled up in a car, and it was so cool. They had helpers, our guy can't remember his name, but he was going into his third year of college and I got to know what he was doing. And we talked about Rogue One and he thought I was awesome (laughs) because we talked about movies and stuff and how underrated Rogue One is in the Star Wars universe or the fandom rather. But he had a big box, a big triple thick cardboard box on wheels And two trips with that Joker, and we had everything moved in. It was great. Me and the wife were laughing before that because everything, just about everything fit in my car. And I'm like, wouldn't you kill to have everything you own fit in one vehicle? (laughs) Because, you know, we're old now. We've got so much stuff, you know, and we've lived here for seven years in the same house. That's the longest we've ever lived in a house. And so we have accumulated quite a bit. When you move every year, your possessions stay at a minimum. But it's just kind of funny that everything she needs to survive is in that car. So uh, she's doing really good from what I hear. She's not a big communicator with dad, 
but uh, she got her room all set up. She She's doing all kinds of social stuff. She started a, a camp right away with the business school part of things. So she is she is going crazy. If she's homesick, we don't know it because uh, she is free now. <laughs> this is what she's always wanted since the day we brought her home. I told her mom, I'm like, you know, when she was born, she was quiet at first. And then later... In a few minutes, she started crying. I said, I think it's because she was born and she's like, I'm free. And then she found out she had parents and she started bawling. So Jay, my son, who is 15, going to be 16 in February, is refing, refereeing young kids volleyball. And I think that's really cool. I don't know if he gets the ref shirt, though. I haven't heard yet. I hope he does, because how cool would that be? It reminds me of a video I saw the other day where all these wives, well, all these couples were getting together for dinner and all the wives had gotten together secretly and bought their husbands the same black and white striped shirt. Each couple shows up and notices that the husbands are wearing the same shirt and it just gets worse and worse. Is like there's six couples you know, four or five, and then six couples come up, and the men all look the same. They're like slapping their foreheads, and the wives are just all oh, there on cloud nine, you know, laughing their butts off. I don't know what I would do in that situation. <laughs> I might turn around and leave. <laughs> but I don't think Jen would ever put me in that situation. Jen said, when I mentioned it to her, she's like, I'm not creative enough to come up with that. I said, Yeah, but our friend Stacy is. And I just probably gave her a bad idea. Stacy, don't you dare. You know I wouldn't even wear those Christmas pajamas that one year when you did that Christmas party. So, I mean, I hate posing in front of the birthday banners that you put up. So just imagine, just imagine the strain on our friendship, our former friendship, if you ever did such a thing to me. <laughs> so if my wife suddenly buys me clothes, I will know Stacy. Is at work. Stacy is a good friend from St. Louis, one of the members of the church community that I go to. She listens to the show. I don't want to give her any bad ideas because she is gleeful. She is evil. You know what I'm saying? Like she gets ideas and there's just no stopping her. So improv class this past week was amazing. I said lying through my teeth because I thought it started at 2 p.m. on Sunday. I didn't even want to go. I was in a mood and I was thinking how stupid it was for me to go and how ridiculous this whole stand-up comedy thing is. And I was feeling really down, but I got in the shower anyway and I went and I drove down there at 2 p.m. Because I was convinced it started at 2 p.m. Well, guess what? It starts at noon. I showed up. And the classroom was still going on, you know, because they always end a couple of minutes after two. But I felt too stupid to walk in. So I just left. And I hate it. I hate it. I missed it. I didn't want to miss it. I missed a whole class. And oh, it just now I'm behind and not happy about that. But that's how stupid I am. That's just it's just me you know it's over it was on my calendar i got an email i got a text i mean i got it all set up on calendar to do that but no 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 okay so last week i told you i was thinking about giving up soda but i forgot to tell my wife and so she bought me tons 
because it was on sale. So I'm not giving up soda anytime soon. She's not going to buy me any more. I, I have a, um, a surplus. How about that? Getting in shape. I mentioned last week that a listener offered to help. Well, she and I have met over Discord, and she is for real. She's legit, and she's very nice, and she's from Ireland, Northern Ireland, from what I gather. Six-hour difference. And so it was 4.30 her time and, like, you know, uh, early in the morning. Not super early, but six-hour difference. And she's got me tracking stuff. We're still just feeling out how bad of a how bad of a person am I? <laughs> she doesn't know yet. So I'm tracking what I eat. I'm tracking walking. I'm tracking food, what I'm drinking, my heart rates, my resting heart rate, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I think she's going to be surprised at how much of a job she's taken on helping me to get in shape. And where I'm at right now, honestly, is I don't care if I lose any weight. I don't want to get over 300, but at least let me not ever get immobile. You know what I'm saying? It's so sedimentary that I can't function, can't move. There is such a thing as being strong, you know, even if you're bulky. Now, ideally, I'd like to get down to 230. That would be comfortable for me. That would be double X t-shirts instead of triple X. That would mean that I would have more variety in my purchasing of clothing because once you get triple x it's limited the whole point is i want to be strong you know you can be big and strong sumo wrestlers prove that every day they're really strong and they're big guys so at least underneath i could be healthy or you know in shape because you know in mexico we did a lot of walking and my back was killing me. The legs part of walking wasn't bothering me, but the standing upright part was. And that's what really got me thinking about making some changes because I'm like, I'm not even used to standing up. And if you remember Chick-fil-A, it was the same thing. I couldn't stay erect for more than four hours. And that bothers me. That's a problem. So I don't want to be that. I want to be spry. Spry is specifically for people that are able to move around when they're old. And that's what I am now. I'm 50, so I'm old. I reworked and relaunched Red School Bus, which is the show I do for kids. And when I say reworked, there is hardly any semblance from the old show to the new show. I took and used all of the stuff that I know about kids from my ministry years, and I applied it to this podcast. And so that means there are tons of segments that keep kids interested. It moves to a new segment before they can even think about getting bored about the old ones. And what I mean is like, there's a new word of the week. There are science facts. There are news nuggets where we talk about funny news items or nutty news is what it's called. And then kids say, I look up things that little kids say, because there's one thing about bigger kids is they like to feel big. And so we talk about stuff that two-year-olds and three-year-olds say that's funny. Like one of them was hilarious to me. The mom says, honey, you're using too much glue. That's because I'm going to use too much glitter. So it's stuff like that that's funny, cute, but, you know, babyish. 
And then we do reviews. The kids love hearing their reviews read on the show. So we pick a couple of those joke jam. We just tell some jokes about three fast facts are just trivia stuff that we do. And then super science are science related stuff like alligators can't stick their tongue out and stuff like that. Information station is where instead of trying to get kids to send in life stories, we are giving them writing prompts. And this week's was what if I was a giant and we had three great entries, two of them made it on the show, one made it on bonus content and next week's prompt. If you have kids and you want to get them involved is what if I could drive and you send that stuff to rsbcast at gmail.com and we'll probably put it on the show. And then word of the week, I already said that. And then puzzle play is a tongue twister or a quiz or a riddle. And we did a riddle this week and it was, it was really funny how it turned out. And then we do bonus content. We've never done bonus content on Red School Bus, but I hope it'll help to make the show uh, a little more profitable than it's been in the past. It's not all about making money, but since it's my job, it's a perk. How about that? And so the problem with doing a children's podcast is children listen, and you can't really make an appeal to children to, you know, you're, you get tempted <laughs> some days to be like, Hey kids, bug your parents about supporting the show. I've never done that. You know, we reach out to the parents and ask them to. And so most of our supporters, there's only about six, most of them are adult listeners to the show because they just listen to everything I put out, which is amazing. But it means we don't we don't really break even on Red School Bus. So anyway, the numbers, I've yet to see what the numbers are going to be. We typically get about 1,500 downloads after the first 30 days. So that's what I'll be looking at here pretty soon. Last night when I went to bed, I had just over 200. We've hardly done any promotion or anything like that. So... It's pretty cool. What I'm watching, reading, and uh, movies I'm watching, I'm not watching anything but YouTube right now. I've been really busy with podcasting. I know I mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't picked up on anything. We're watching a show on Max, they call it. It used to be HBO+. Plus. It's called Barry, and I can't suggest it to any good Christian person. It's got language in it. And it's about a, a hitman that is a reluctant hitman. You know, he doesn't want to be a hitman anymore. He feels empty inside. And so he wants to be an actor. And he joins this acting group. So it's a comedy. It's got Bill Hader in it. And he's great from Saturday Night Live. So it's fun. But yeah, it is pretty language heavy. But content wise, not, not bad, you know. I like the whole assassin thing, you know, the John Wick kind of side of things. So I'm not reading anything I'm proud of. <laughs> I started another book by the guy that I read last time. And I, it, uh, no, <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what it is. It's so convoluted and weird, but I'm a kind of guy that once I start reading something, I got to finish it. I did that with, oh, what was it? Hunchback of Notre Dame. I, I did that with the regulators on uh, Stephen King. It's just some weird stories that I have to finish. I'm not going to even tell you what I'm reading because I'm so ashamed of it. <laughs> it's just not a, it's not a good book. <laughs> uh, 
It's it's weird. It's super weird. Uh well anyway, I have a email and I've mentioned in the past that when people pour their hearts out in emails, it is so hard for me to reply in text with that. It is you gotta understand what I'm saying. It is I'm gonna say something weird and then I'm gonna try to qualify it. It is such hard work, and it's not that the person's not worth it. It just drains me so much because when people email me, I feel their pain. I feel their struggle. I'm with them. And then to try to turn around and express that is just, I mean, like it would ruin me for a day or two. And so I did respond quickly, but I asked this individual, could I share their email on the show. And they, and I said, I'll do it anonymously. He says, I don't care. He said, matter of fact, if you need more information, let me know. And so I was really blessed by that. He's trusted me. This is from Mike Jones in California. He says, I'm glad GOK is back. I look forward to it most since you asked, I like hearing what you're up to and what you're going through. I do also enjoy hearing about your family. I love that story show. I've been there since Banaka Mace and that been quite a while. Because that's an old show. I think uh, Trevor was still on back then. So you said last GOK that you're good with hearing what's going on in our lives. And I am. I am. Even though it, like I said, I share, I share your pain. He says, well, I've never had depression, but I know it firsthand. Though mine is situational and not chemical, the end result is the same. And I agree. I totally agree. I've always made sure to differentiate between the two because I think it's important when you're in the middle of it, it's exactly the same chemically wise. It just means that your situation will change and you have to hold on to that. It will change. There will be a time you will smile again. And it's the same with me. That's the only difference is once, once time has passed, and life has moved forward a bit. Just know there's hope. Anyway, last October, my wife of 33 years wasn't feeling well. This is rough, guys. She woke up one Sunday morning. She was having difficulty breathing. We went to the ER, and they drained a full liter of fluid out of her lung. She felt much better and was ready to go home. And they told us that there was much more going on. See, she had stage four breast cancer and her body was shutting down. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just going to the ER thinking there was one thing wrong and, and then to get that news? He says, we were blindsided. After a week in the hospital, they sent us home under hospice care. Hospice care. 28 days later, on November 16th, 2022, she was gone. So just last year, guys, just a few months ago. I am devastated. My only joy is knowing that she's in the presence of our precious Lord Jesus. My purpose, taking care of and providing for my bride, is gone. Every day is a struggle just to get up for work. Showering is a chore. I can relate. I'm eating horribly without my wife making a good dinner for me, so I've gained a lot of weight. I get winded just rolling over in bed. And when I'm home from work and weekends, I don't want to do anything except dissolve into the couch. Yeah, that's depression. We weren't able to have children, so I'm basically alone now. 
I have family and friends, but they have their own lives to deal with. Yeah, it's hard being depressed because you're depressing too, you know? And people don't want to be around you unless they have to be, like a spouse. And you lost that. That's tough. You know, we were talking about suffering a couple episodes ago and how it's hard to rate someone's suffering more than the other. I will tell you right now, Mike is suffering much more than I ever have. Much more. Because he's going through what I went through, but he's doing it without his wife. And that sucks. That's hard. Those of us that pray should pray for Mike. I'm an introvert, so being alone isn't the hard part. It's just not having Juliana next to me so that we can be alone together. Most days I question what is the point. I thank God for his strength to lean on in the prayers of those around me. I don't know where I'd be without it. Well, the goal of depression is to kill you. To make you feel worthless, hopeless, alone. So that's where you'd be without it. You'd be dead. But you got to think, man, what would Juliana want? She wants you to be happy. She wouldn't want to be a burden. And I'm sure, I'm almost positive that in those 28 days that she probably told you those very things. So that's your point, is you have to live for her. She would not want your life to be ruined by her. You know what I'm saying? If I was your wife, I wouldn't want you to, <laughs> my passing to ruin your life. I hope that brings you comfort. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, every day has its new challenges. Grief is different now than it was nine months ago, but not necessarily better. I miss her deeply. Her brothers would always razz me about how much I adored her. Now they appreciate what I did for her for 33 years. See, that's awesome. At least you have your conscience is clear. You did a great job. Yeah, it hurts that much more because you loved her that much more. But man, that kind of love is worth it. That's the part of you I know you're like proud of that you hold on to. It makes it suck that much more. But man, you've got that. And nobody could ever take that away from you is you love the crap out of that woman. I found that it changed me in one respect for the better. I'm more empathetic and compassionate to others going through struggles. That's because you're a person of character. And you can't truly understand suffering until you've suffered. The Bible talks about that, that our suffering makes it possible for us to sympathize with other people and help them through their suffering. So what's the point? You're learning a new skill, my friend. You're learning a new skill that you will be able to help someone. You'll be in a unique position to help someone else. Now, please hear me. I'm not saying God killed your wife so that you could become a better person. That is not at all what I'm saying. It's just as a result of something that was going to happen one way or the other, God has a plan to turn it into something good. Literally, it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You sound like you're in that category. 
I'm often moved to tears now hearing what people are going through. See, I, that's what I feel like when I read your email. Same, same thing. I understand. When I heard about Pompeii Pizzeria, I immediately got on the GoFundMe page. Those of you that may not be familiar, we have a, a guy named, I know his real name, but he goes by Pompeii Pizzeria in our Discord. He is the TSS historian, that story show historian. If you need to know something about the show, you can ask him. He knows it or will find it instantly. It's it's crazy. He lost a good chunk of three of his fingers at work. You want to know the crux of that thing is they fired him. They fired him. They found that he was at fault for his own finger loss. And rather than keeping him, they let him go. I'm glad we helped him financially. We ended up giving him over $4,000. I hope it helps. Thank you for helping with that, Mike. I've been more generous to strangers than I normally wouldn't consider too much. Similar to you, I try to do at least one chore a day to keep myself motivated. I'm not always successful. I would suggest walks too. Getting outdoors once a day does a wonder for you, says the guy that doesn't go on walks except on a treadmill inside the basement. But if you're stronger than me, do it. He says, I also bought an Oculus Quest 2. Oh, those things are so fun. And I've been doing the Supernatural Fitness app. I looked it up at your recommendation and it costs money. So I haven't done the, the dive yet, but the Supernatural Fitness app connects with my Fitbit, which I set up because I'm doing workouts now, you know, walking, whatever, but this workout for me, it also syncs with my scale. So I have a smart scale and, and this, this app on my watch. Supernatural also connects to that and no other Oculus apps do. So I'm, I'm looking forward to possibly doing it. I don't know. The way I am is I like to see if I'll continue doing what I am doing before I add something to it. And I just got some resistance bands in the mail. And so I'm trying to make sure I use those before I move into anything else. He says, it's a good, fun motivator to get myself moving more again. Yeah, man. When you're depressed, you have to find the things that are positive, of course, that make you happy. Anything that gives you a reprieve from your sadness and you have to lock onto those things and do them. You know, notice I said the things that are good for you or at least neutral. And for me, when I was really depressed, the distractions helped quite a bit. Now, a lot of people use drugs and alcohol to distract themselves. I used fail videos. It was the only thing that elicited any kind of humor or fun in my brain. It was seeing people falling off four-wheelers and trying to go out on ropes over the river and getting their foot stuck. I used to hate fail videos, and I'm not a big fan of them now, but for a while, that was all that I watched every day. It was something that I latched onto. Now it's podcasting. And so, yeah, I am a big fan and I understand that whole thing. So if VR headsets is, is going to be the thing, then go for it. He says, anyway, I could go on, but I'll wrap it up. You and John have kept me chuckling through this dark chapter I'm going through. Uh, see, how hard is it to respond to something like that? Especially when you don't feel like what you do matters that much. But then somebody tells you it does. And it's almost too much to believe, you know, because you're not trying to help people. It's just a side effect. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, I don't sit down when I'm writing show notes and being like, oh, this is going to change lives. You know, it's just a silly podcast. You know, I just like, oh, this is a funny one. And this is a funny one. They'll like this one. But it does so much more. And I guess that's just a message to everyone out there is the things that you do, the things you think don't matter, may matter a lot more than you think in ways you could never understand or even foresee. So keep on keeping on because somebody's watching you and somebody's being inspired by you. And like Mike is saying, he doesn't see the point. His message just went out to hundreds and hundreds of people. I, I call you guys my core 600, my core 400. It's somewhere between 400 and 600. Just depends on which one of you download what. But you've inspired people already, Mike. Your story is going to affect people in ways you never understood. There are people that suffer that listen to this show and they are comforted by just even hearing that someone else is suffering. And that's weird. It sounds weird. It almost sounds like a fetish. Oh, yeah, get off on hearing other people's suffering. No, it's that when we share our suffering, we realize we're not alone. And it's not just us. It's not as personal as it feels. It's just life, man. It's just life. And we can get through it. And if somebody else has happened to them and we hear their story, we think, oh, that could be me. I can make it too. I appreciate you guys and love you guys more than you know. Always in prayer for you. Thank you for that, by the way. All the best. Mike Jones from California. See, that, I'm going to play a sound effect. Oh, there's the response that I can't give over text that is a lot easier to do in person on the on the podcast and and mike our prayers do go out to you i hope you will hang in there i hope you will grow as a result of this anyway it's time for me to go thanks mike and thank you all of you for listening this episode has been brought to you by our patrons with special thanks to carrie wright and carrie bernhardt consider becoming a sponsor today at patreon.com slash gok this is my full-time job for now i'm gonna put all my you know my bones in this box and i'm gonna try that stand-up comedy thing i'm gonna try the improv thing i'm gonna i have been working these podcasts like they're my job and i am considering adding a podcast it's called not quite christlike it will be a i don't want to call it a sermon podcast because i'm not a preacher anymore but it will be a ministry style podcast where it'll be for people that struggle with their Christianity. I've already even got the first episode slash sermonette written. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of scared. I'm not scared to launch it. I'm scared that it'll be popular and I'll have to keep doing it. And I'm always scared of the looming fact that depression could be right around the corner but that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to get in shape and trying to lose some weight because that kind of stuff staves off depression. I know one thing, my sleep has gotten a lot better since I've started walking. And last night I walked from two, I went to 2.5 and what a leap. Oh my gosh. 
I went to bed. I felt like my chest had permanently grown like three sizes, like stinking Grinch. My rib cage felt like it was just spread apart because I had been breathing so hard. I checked my BPMs against this chart that, that my trainer gave me. And I went way above <laughs> my heart rate for cardio or whatever. So maybe I went too fast. I don't know. But anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Sorry I missed Monday. Monday's when I usually put these things out. Wednesday's not bad, though. At least I did it, right? So we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.